This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that face, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. We keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What is up, Boxing World? This is Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you, giving you the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. We do it. So without much further ado, let me go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD in the building. Uh Uh-huh. Y'all already know, as usual, 8-1 Trey all day. We got Q in the building. Q! And we got yours truly, J-Box moderator of madness now before we get into anything we it's customary we got to do this we can't even start off a show without doing this jd give us the pod quote of the day i today's pod quote of the day is extremely intriguing and it's it's a little bit uh offbeat from what you know the pod quotes that i typically give y'all but the pod quote of the day is the response by errol the true spence when walking out of the Mandalay Bay, when numerous reporters and people were asking him, what is the holdup between you and Bud fighting? And the quote goes like this. And there is your pod quote of the day. That is the pod quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That is a pod quote of the day because numerous times when Spence was asked by a shout out to ES News, shout out to a number of other uh, uh, media outlets who were catching him as he was leaving out. I think about maybe three people asked him, hey, man, when y'all going to make the fight? What's what's the hindrance? What What's stopping it? And that man, Errol Spence, was just like. <laughs> 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 and that's that and that's your pod quote of the day boy I tell you. pod quote of the day i, I it's uh the silence <laughs> is deafening as they say but uh we got one one, one last thing to do jd tell the people what to do I and y'all already know if you're down with the vibes hit the notification bell and subscribe like button smashing is a must all right man so we we've already kind of delve into it just a bit we dipped our toe in the water might as well just jump in man um saturday november 20th showdown of 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 welterweights one uh i I don't want to call it a crossroad fight crossroad fight but this was a um make or break fight for both fighters right um i get the feeling that um the big news sean porter retiring maybe he would have fought on maybe just gave it one more go if he was able to get past uh, Crawford, because really, if he was able to get past Crawford, it's downhill from there, um, who's probably one of the tougher uh, welterweights in the division. And then for Crawford, we were looking to see if, hey, is he that good? Is he as good as advertised against a top dog? And I think we got our answer. So, gentlemen, without much further ado, go ahead. I'll kick it off the queue first, and then, J.D., go ahead and take his own. Hey, man. You know what I mean? First of all, first of all, man, um, Shout out to everybody, shout out to everybody in the comments that comment on the fight. It's, you know, we starting to get a little more traction. You know what I'm saying? And uh, matter of fact, shout out to my man, the Bowtie Jeans. He wanted us to answer this question. 
Um, he want to know what we th- uh, what we thought about the, the stoppage. Do you feel like it was a bad stoppage? I start there. I feel like uh, the 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 fight was an amazing fight. Um, and it it went pretty much as I as I as I've been saying. I feel like don't be surprised if the, if Crawford stops Porter. A lot of people really really um didn't see that, but um and you know I don't think it was a bad stoppage. I'm gonna just say that first because Sean Porter, I didn't like the stoppage, but whenever the fighter don't complain about it, you know what I'm saying. And um he obviously he said him and his dad already discussed him retiring before win or lose. He said he was retiring. With that being said, his father his father uh. Didn't see any, any more reason to take any more damage because, you know, Bud Crawford is the best closer in the sport, hands down. And um, once he gets you hurt, it ain't nothing but a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're not planning on fighting anymore, ain't no need to take that, you know, and that, at that point of the fight. Um, but uh, amazing fight, man. I'm so happy this fight actually happened. And um, I just feel like Sean, Sean, Sean Porter really, he really impressed me. He really impressed me in this fight because I felt like he was already, you know, one foot out the door. You know, uh, uh, you saw the thing I sent y'all with Fifty Cent had him where he fell asleep at the podium doing doing um when it was uh announcing a fight. Yeah, well, he was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah you know that was just, it was just funny, but I, I really felt like uh and then seeing all the all the smiling he was doing at the press conference, but he's just that he's just that guy. He's a jovial guy, and um I, I really didn't think he was gonna be in the fight like he was. I really felt like that fight was so close. It took to uh, Bo Mac told him, told uh, Crawford to step up his activity level, and I already know what that meant. You know what I'm saying? I knew he was going for blood, but I felt like that fight was close, man. It, it might have been – it could it could have been going either way, even to the point of the first knockdown, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but uh, Bud Crawford just – he had those different levels, and – he he really likes the action, you know. Even the points where, where because uh, Sean Porter hit him with some very tough shots, and, and you would tell he was feeling it, you know. But he's the type of fighter, he you know he go to laughing. What type of what type of my piece? He's showing that big my piece the whole time, you know. He laughing, and you know he bite down on it, and you know that's that that's a comfort zone for him, you know. And that's the and that's the difference between him and a lot of fighters. That brings the best out of him, you know. And um, amazing fight. And I just I just feel like Bud Crawford is what I what I already thought. He's he's the he's the apex predator, man, out of the top guys. And um and, and I think, you know, part of what we're seeing, I, I feel like Errol Spence might feel like that. You know what I'm saying? He he really feel like, well, I mean, he ought to know he's a dangerous fighter, but with him fighting the two common opponents now that are Errol Spence had faced, which is Carebrook, which, you know, uh Chump, um Errol Spence was able to get him out of there. I forgot what it was like the ninth, tenth round. He was able to get him out of there by stoppage, but that was that was a, it was a damn good fight. And um, and then you know the main thing then seeing what he did to Sean Showtime, Sean Porter, which was a razor thin fight with Errol Spence and Sean Porter. And Sean um, Bud has that he touched both of those guys at some point with one punch and knocked them. You know, it wasn't like an accumulation. It was just like a flash, a flash punch, and then they down and and. and they pretty much hurt from that point on, you know, and um, that's the difference, you know, that's one of the differences. And, you know, he got the, he got the, the, the toolbox the, to, to go into those different places and, you know, the better movement. And I just feel like he's, he's the more complete. 
fighter with with more than one punch knockout power, and he really likes to dig in there and, and, and fight. And plus, he, he got longer reach out of everybody in the whole in the whole division. I think he got seventy four inches of reach, and um, you know, that's just pretty much what I got, man. But I really, I really didn't, I didn't like to stop it. But the one thing I I didn't like about I, I really didn't like what what Kenny Porter. I feel like he threw his son under the bus about his about his training and about his preparation for the fight. Because he fought a he fought one of the best he fought the best game plan I could have seen him fighting and, and he was in he was in the fight. I just feel like the better man won the fight. I don't really think I don't really think of anything different that Sean, I mean y'all y'all let me know what y'all think, but I don't really see anything too much different he could have done. You know what I'm saying, to win a fight. I just feel like the better man won. And that's that's what I got. Man, uh, I feel like I feel like it was an excellent fight. I, I got to salute Sean Porter. You know, hell of a career. You know, as a fighter uh, who's literally fought everybody in the welterweight division. Um, I don't think we can name a fighter in the welterweight division over the past five, six years that he didn't face. Um, so it's it's a salute to you know him being willing to step out and fight any and everybody. I will say, in watching the fight, uh. Sean Porter is extremely difficult because he's already shorter than a lot of them, right? And so with him being shorter than a lot of the fighters, including Bud, he's absolutely hard to time at times when he squats down and he uses that head movement. I will say that I legitimately saw Bud Crawford early on kind of, you know, struggled just a little bit. It, it wasn't anything where Bud really felt he was in any kind of trouble, but Sean was legitimately winning rounds based off, you know, doing the exact game plan that you would have expected him to do by dipping low, swimming in, smothering Crawford a little bit. And But I will say on the flip side for Crawford, while Sean fought the perfect fight, I think Bud, you could see from his posturing and his movement in the ring, that he knew that I really haven't turned it up to that gear yet. Like, I think Bud even kind of knew, all right, I might be losing around here or there. You know, th this, this is a dicey fight if you're probably looking at scorecards right now. But I think Bud knew he didn't really turn it up to that level that he could turn it up to and really get into a firefight and get him out of there. I think Bud was trying to see if he could simply just outbox Sean. And it's a testament to Sean Porter's boxing skills because you can't really just outbox Sean Porter. If you really sit there and you try to outbox Sean Porter, he could sit there and legitimately beat you or win a significant number of rounds. So I do think Bud was trying to just simply outbox him early on. And then, like you said, Q, we all heard Bo Mack around the ninth round tell, tell uh, Bud that, hey, look, man, it's time to step it up and, and, and put the pedal to the metal. And once Bud did that, and he started throwing four and five punches at one time, even though Sean might be able to slip the first two, he wasn't able to dodge all, all five of those punches. And sure enough, he got clipped by Bud. So I think when it got to that 10th, when he clipped him with that first uppercut that put Sean down, I really think that Sean wasn't overly phased by that. I think Sean hit the canvas and he got up. He was like, all right, he he caught me. Because remember, he was down in the Errol Spence fight. A, a lot of people remember. Down late, in the Broner fight. In the Broner fight, exactly. Late in that fight when Broner caught him. 
So I don't think he was phased by that one. But I think that second knockdown, I will say that's the first time that I've ever witnessed Sean Porter legitimately be that frustrated after getting knocked down. When he got clipped that second time and he started pounding the canvas, I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, oh, Sean really shook by that one. His head is totally not in it. And I believe if we get into was it an early stoppage, I believe at that moment, that is when Kenny Porter, who's been his trainer for his whole career, I think that's when he knew at that point, my son is in trouble. Right. And and when you take into account that they already had a discussion about this being the last fight, I think Kenny Porter was looking at it from a perspective of why allow Bud to smash him with three and four knockdowns, maybe even possibly knock him out cold when this is already the, the last fight for him. And he's got my son compromised with this second knockdown. So I think at the end of the day, man, I don't believe it was a premature uh, stoppage. I think it was a close fight up until that point. But when you factor in the fact that it was a two knockdown round in the 10th and everybody knows how vicious of a closer that Bud is, Finish you him. have to protect you have to protect your son in that particular uh, situation. And lastly, I'll say for people who were sitting there saying that it was an early stoppage. Here's what Kenny Porter knew that a lot of other observers knew. Even Kenny Porter, who's been watching Bud his whole career, even though we might say it was even, or maybe you could say Porter was up early in the fight, even Kenny Porter knew, hey, man, Bud going to turn this up. Even, even Kenny knew, all right, my son might be close. He might be close in this thing, but we ain't seen the best of Bud just yet. No, and no, so no. at that point, he saw that 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 switch get flipped. And at that point, Kenny Porter knew, all right, it's time to go ahead and bow out of this thing and protect my son and, and just go, ride off into the sunset of, of, of our careers post post boxing. So I think it was an excellent fight uh, by both fighters, man. Salute to Bud Crawford. He's the first one to stop Sean Porter. Um, salute to Sean Porter for being the one who was willing on that PBC side to step out of the house and face no uh, anybody. So that, that, that's my take on it, you know, for the fight last Saturday night. And that's a damn good point you, excuse me one second, a damn good point you brought you brought up, man, that's something I forgot to mention about him, about the frustration, and, and that's absolutely right. Right. When, when, because that, that threw me for a loop, man. I really was like. He was frustrated. You were mad frustrated. Bruh, like right. seriously. And I, part, part of the reason, I wasn't sure if he already knew, saw his dad coming with the towel. But nah, as soon as he got, as soon as he was dying for anything, yeah, he, he was, was finding on the, the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, that's, that's absolutely a, a great point, man. Yeah. The, the only problem I have with a stoppage, I don't know if you guys remember a couple years back, um, Miguel Cotto versus, Saddam Ali, right? Um, if this is your curtain call, um, I don't know. I, you know, do you want to? I don't. I don't imagine any fighter wanting to go out, go out on a knockout. But then again, um, you know, a father protecting his son. Um, I, 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 I do appreciate. And, and, and even in the general sense of a fighter being protected by their trainer, uh, I'm, I'm in support of that. But um, just for seeing the tenth round myself. You know, I don't think he was compromised to the point where 
he couldn't have possibly made it to the 11th. Now, would he have got knocked down again in the 11th and it probably got finished? Reasonably so. But just as a fighter, you know, just looking at it, I would think, you know, it would be something in the back of his head like, damn, I can lose, but not by knockout. Sort of, and, and I harken back to just the Miguel Cotto fight um, when he his retirement fight with Saddam Ali. Um, so many times we watch the sport, you know, nobody has the Michael Jordan finished to, to their career, right? Where, you know, you got um, Floyd in this scenario, but Floyd didn't necessarily finish it on a George Foreman Ali type win. He, you know, um, really did the money grab sort of thing. So as he's the TBE self-proclaimed and, 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 and rightfully so, um, you always look at fighters and the way they end their careers and it never ends. It's never that movie ending for fighters for the most part. Um, and so, so for that reason, the, the stoppage and the end of Sean Porter's career is par for the course. But if this is your last one, if that was his last one, you know, I, I don't know. Me personally, I I, I kind of want to keep going on. But when the fighter doesn't complain about the fight being stopped, you just right. got to tip your cap and um, go ahead and, and, and say, well, you know, that's what he had. He gave what he had and that's all he had. And um, tip your cap to both fighters and just uh, thank Sean Porter for all the, the good fights that he's given us. He's been the underdog numerous times and he's always showed up, um, which to me is 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 speaks to not just his character as a fighter, but just having, having had met Kenny Porter and Sean on multiple occasions, um, guys to be seem, uh, seem like they're of high character and uh, guys that were really a, a gift to the sport of boxing. But on the oh, flip man. side of this, I do want to address Errol Spence. Ah, Streets is watching, man. What? Streets is watching, man. You got to do something, baby. You got to do something, baby. Show up to the fight. You know, for anybody who knows me and knows I like boxing, they know, you know, it was Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence. Those are my guys. Um, But he does look like he he's he's trying to make business decisions when it comes to um, Bud Crawford. Guys, your thoughts. I'll let J.D. go first. I think without a doubt, man, with with Errol Spence, I'm going to tell you what I really honestly think uh, it is with Errol Spence Jr. I believe that Errol Spence Jr. deep down knows that from the accident and from his most recent injury, I think that he does know that even though he's still an elite fighter, he's not the Errol Spence of maybe about three, four years ago before some of these things transpired in his life. And I do believe that he sees a Bud Crawford that could definitely, definitely beat him. So I do think that uh, Errol Spence Jr. is right now scared of Bud Crawford. I definitely, 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 definitely feel like Errol Spence is scared of Bud Crawford. Only reason why I say that I, I believe that he's scared of Bud Crawford is, I can't lie, man. When I watch the footage of what transpired last Saturday night, you go to the fight, right? And you could tell the arrow was going to the fight with the hopes. Ooh, he was hoping. <laughs> he was hoping, hoping that, it would, that it would end praying. up. And, 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 the, and you know, the funniest part about it is that I actually believe that up until that 10th round, 
Oh, yeah. Errol Spence was loving it. Oh, he thought he had some. Oh, yeah, he thought he had something <laughs> he because because Errol knew that Bud would probably win a decision. He knew that. He, he He's not silly. He knew Bud would win a decision, but all Errol Spence wanted to be able to walk out of that Mandalay Bay and say is, hey, I beat Sean. Y'all saw arguably, uh, arguably Sean Porter beat, beat Bud Crawford, but he want to come fight me. But once that knockout happened and that fight was over, now all excuses were erased. All excuses were erased. And on top of that, you knew at that point that Errol Spence Jr. And see, and here's what really blows me. Y'all know how many times we've seen fighters blow smoke up the media uh, uh, saying that they're going to fight somebody or they're ready to fight somebody or this fight going to be next. And we all know, we all know that that fight is not happening. We all know it's not happening. But they at least <laughs> put out that bravado like they bowed it. To me, the most intriguing thing when I watch the footage of Errol Spence is that Errol's at a point with the whole Bud situation. He don't even want to fake the funk and say that that's next. And then behind closed doors, the negotiations fall apart which is what we typically see in boxing. We typically see you front for the public and then behind closed doors, somebody prices themselves out, something happens, you name it, and it never and it never materializes. But I think it's so intriguing that he didn't even want to fake it. He didn't even want to fake it. Yeah. Which, which, which to me blows my mind, and I'm really wondering at this point where Errol's head is at and really wanting to fight Bud. Because when you're not even willing to front, I find that very, very intriguing. And now the most intriguing thing, and I'll leave it at this and I'll throw it to you, Q, is that even Bud Crawford said, and how much of a monster he would be if he does this, even Bud said at the end of the fight while standing in the ring, I might even go up to 154. Now, if Bud goes up to 154, that tells you all you need to know. He he is at this point, he is literally chasing Errol Spence Jr. and cornering him in a way that the there's only one way out of this corner. And nothing you can do. Ain't nothing you can do, bro. You're gonna have to fight me. Hey. Even, even if you try to sit and say you leave in 147, bruh. Guess what? I'm ready to go to 154. So then what are you gonna tell people if I go up to 154? So at this point, man. I love Errol Spence Jr. as a fighter. He's an excellent fighter. But as it pertains to Bud Crawford, man, he, he running scared right now, man. He running How scared. about this? How about the press conference when they asked him about his future at top rank? Oh, oh bro, go, you're How talking about that. Speak on that. Apples if you like apples. Speak on that. <laughs> he said, anybody that haven't seen it, they, asked, they were asking him about his future as it pertains to top rank, whatever. He said, uh, and, and, and Q, before you do it, tell them who he was sitting right next to. Bob O, the Bob father. None other than the Bob father, Mr. Bob Aaron himself. He sent Repside Bob Aaron, and they asked him about his future. He said, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I've made up my mind already. He said, you know, Bob couldn't get me the, the, the uh, Errol Spence fight when I was with him. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do when I'm not with him? He said, right. he said, <laughs> he said I pretty much made my mind up and, bruh. Bob, it's like Bob Aaron had an egg, uh, egg on his face, man. It, it was, it was, it was sad. It, I was happy. 
Because I, you know, I've been waiting to see. I've been waiting to see that for such a long time. But with it, with that being said, the wrong side of the street argument is a it's is over. A, that's one we can't. You know, that's that's dead. Now, what he now what I will say, a saving grace if you're looking for an excuse not to fight him. Say the pay per view flop. Well, I mean, ain't nobody expecting him to do five hundred thousand. But say I've seen some around two fifty, something like that. And you know, if that's the case, that'll be another. You know, okay, well he need, he need to go. He need to build his name up some more. You know, that's I don't want to be giving nobody a bit an excuse. But you already know that'll be that'll be probably some. They'll be talking about pay pay per view numbers. But end of the day, that's the biggest fight to be made in boxing. You know what I'm saying? And, and definitely at the weight division. Other than the heavyweight unification bop, you know what I'm saying, or you know something like that, I feel like that's that's one of the biggest fights. Or Cinco de Mayo Canelo fight Benavidez, I think that'll be a huge fight. But we see we see that ain't gonna happen. And that's what I, you know. That's pretty much what I got. What you got? What you got, brother uh, moderator? So no, I'm, I'm I'm just sitting back and listening, and I you know sometimes you can look at things from a perspective and have confirmation bias. So one thing I, I I'll just say from my personal uh, perspective, um, I've gu- I guarantee you every fighter has been in the ring and has lost a fight. So I don't think a fighter is ever afraid of another fight. I'll never disrespect and be like, "Hey, you're afraid of that man." Um, it just doesn't jive with um, being a fighter. But I do think that what's been true and Q you kind of alluded to this is still true but it's not worth the risk if the money's not there right I don't I I said this from jump when the fight wasn't made I'm like look if the money's there they'll both be there right because when the month when there's enough money that loss you may think you're about to take (laughs) or the difficult fight you're going to be in eh, you know and then, and to your point, JD, about he didn't even fake the funk. Well, if you go back and listen to what Errol Spence has always said, he said he needs a name. He needs to bring more to the table. So to be that disrespectful and say he's afraid of another fighter, people make bi- business decisions all the time. We'll see football players <laughs> look at somebody and be like, yeah, I could hit him, but I want to make more money. And so when you look at a fighter and you're saying, Oh, he's afraid. It's not about him being afraid. It's about the fact that, you know what? I don't want to drop my O to a guy who's going to only get me an extra 250,000 pay-per-views. I guarantee you Errol Spence will step in the ring with Canelo. If they offered him, uh, if the payday was there and the payday would definitely be there. And at this point, as uh, well, I'll say as dangerous as opponent as Canelo is, Errol Spence will sign up that for a second. So I wouldn't dare for a second say he's afraid of Bud Crawford when prior to Errol Spence was rumored where, where and it was coming from Mayweather. So we don't know how true it was where Canelo and Spence were supposed to be the future super fight. So I would never think that a guy who's pretty much been consistent in the fact that the real reason, if you ever listen to what he's saying, the money's not there for the risk. Like but with, with most fighters who sit back. And so the saying he's like, Ooh, afraid of the person. I mean, he didn't look afraid when they interacted um, 
prior to. So I don't know what would make him afraid now. I mean, he hasn't seen anything different. He knows he's a switch hitter. He can actually bang on the inside. He's a big puncher. He's been knocking people out. And so uh, with that being said, I, I really think it's more so the fact of, hey, he's a bad style matchup and I'm trying to prote protect the bag. I don't think as a man or as a fighter, he's afraid of another fighter. Sure. I don't think any fighter is really afraid of another fighter. I mean, you see anybody uh, get into the ring and actually so fight. So what, what about the one? Go ahead. What about the one fighter that walked out of the damn ring before the fight started? He well, you know about F.A. Jogba. You know what that was, right? He didn't get paid. What was it? Yeah, he, 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 they, they, they was funny with the money. He didn't get paid. Oh, dude, when you paid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so when he All got right. when they when so, they got down, you're talking about the heavyweight fight against F.A. Ajagbe, where a guy walked no, in that, there, yeah, they walked it. out. Yeah, they was real funny with the money. So when he when they when they actually told him what his split was, he's like, nah, bro. But he was already he was flown there. They pulled a fast one on him. So he's like, I got you, and he walked out of the ring. So to 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 that point, I don't think to sit up there and say, oh, he's afraid. My biggest thing is I what I've always felt about Aaron Spence is this. He knows Bud's a bad style matchup. And when it comes to, like with any fighter, it got to be worth like the risk. The me, money got to be there. Just like, with, just like with Triple G and Canelo. Canelo's not afraid of Triple G. But it ain't worth it. As, as we're changing gears, we're going to connect or whiff. Connect or whiff. Does Cambosis have a real shot Upsetting Tio this upcoming weekend. Connector with. Go ahead, Q. Uh, I think he got a shot. I said connect, man. It ain't gonna, you know, he he done had a long, a long time to prepare for this fight. And I think right. Ken Bosis is a he, he he's a he's a good formidable formidable opponent. Um think, you know, so I'm I'm gonna say he got a he have a shot, connect. I ain't gonna go no deep. What you got on JD? Uh, I'm gonna say that's a whiff, man. He, I, I don't think he has a shot. I think uh, To is locked in, man. He's been waiting to finally get this over with. I, I, I expect him to blast him, bro. Like I honestly, I straight up think To about to blast Kimbosos. Knockout? Yeah, I, I, Ooh, I see a knockout. I'm hoping so. I, 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 I don't see know. Top six rounds? Like what? What round? Uh, I don't know about I don't know about the the first six man because I, I do think Cambosos is formidable enough to get to the the second half of the fight, but I I, I see a late round stoppage though, bro. I really see a late round stoppage. I, I'm I, I'm on Q's side with thing, I, I, and I think I've told both of you this privately. It's just weird, right? The, the it just seems like this is not working in Tio's favor the longer it goes yeah. on. It's a lot the more of time and more time. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna say whiff, but um, it's it's, mm, it's 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 an odd fight because of all the delays. So, moving on to the next connector whiff. Connector whiff. Will we get to see in 2022, Errol Spence versus Bud? Connect. <laughs> Connect. What you Here's got your ball. I said connect. This time next year, baby, we we you know we in Vegas, man. Uh, time out. Well, what you got uh, on the JD? Man, I'm gonna say whiff, bro. I'm gonna say whiff. Uh, only reason why I say whiff is because I think Errol Spence said he'll be back in March, 
which you kind of know March won't be Bud because he's just getting back active after the the injury. And then honestly, man, I really think he'll end up doing fighting Ugas, man. I, I really think that's what makes most sense, bro. What really makes most sense: tune up, fight in March, fight Ugas, and at that point, I don't see that happening. Not in twenty twenty two. All right, second, uh, third connector with. We just saw Demetrius Boo Boo Andre make quick work of Irishman Jason Quigley. Does he get a top opponent in 2022? Connect with. Go ahead, JD. Ooh, that's another tough one, bro. Ooh, that's tough. I'ma say, I'ma say with. I ain't gonna lie. I'ma say with. <laughs> um no, no, no. I take that back, man. For the first time, I'm gonna reverse that back, man. I'm I'm gonna say connect. Because you know what? I think at this point, Triple G might really understand that the Canelo fight's not happening. I think he might really be getting to that realization. And I think if he wins his fight late this year, I'm starting to feel like Triple G will go ahead and fight Andrade since they're both zone. What you got on the queue? Lord knows I hope that's true. I swear I hope that's true. Uh, I'm gonna say it with man, just cause I, I really I hope it's true because the most epic post fight press conference for for a fighter, the call out, the announcer, the fans, and Eddie Hearns, my boy. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and then Eddie Hearns called out the fighters that don't want to fight him. I mean, you know, and. and, and so and, 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 and call and called them all and called them all out, saying that there J Box scared. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was one of the most epic. Bro, I tried to man, that was that was epic. That was everything, man. And Andrade, let me tell you something. Andrade made a lot of fans that night. He made a lot of fans. I mean, you know, and he, he gonna fight who who he can only fight who put in front of him, man and he been right. calling out you know going to Canelo press conference he want Triple G he want everybody man I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Demetrius Bubu Andrade uh, so much more man a, a, after after uh, Saturday night you know was I, it Saturday was it was it on the odd night oh, it was a Friday night it was this past Friday, Friday. Friday. Okay, that's right, yeah. Friday. and, I, and yeah. I misspoke too that that T.O. Cambosis will be two weekends from now um, somebody I, fight on 27th nah, nah bro it's this Saturday the it's this Saturday Oh, yeah, 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 Haney you, fight. You, you think about Haney and them? No, okay, yeah, yeah. Boxing so packed, yeah. man. We, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I just had look at a little while ago. They were like, "Yo, we gotta, we gotta talk about the uh, talk about that because it's coming up." All right, so so I'm gonna give a bonus connector with, and this is an interesting one. We kind of danced around this topic earlier when we were discussing um, Bud Crawford. Um, if you're Bud, if you're a fighter, right? You, just, you know, say you're in his spot. 10 years you know 10 years ago you're coming up and you got the chance connect a whiff you're signing with bob aram and top rank go ahead q whiff <laughs> i mean you know, it'll, it'll be a whiff man if i'm in a position where i'm not desperate uh i i, I got a, i got a good team around me and you know we where we could take our time you know i'm not coming i'm not coming from 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 the mud and you know i'm looking for a meal you know cause that's what you know a lot of people coming from from uh from unfavorable positions and they have to 
you know, sign sign contracts. We see it in rap music. You see it in everything. You see, you know, then the, then the paper gangsters get on you and, 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 and paper whip you. So <laughs> that'll be a no. Cause I hope I'll be in a position where and I have people around me that are, that are, that will help help me um sign sign a good deal. Cause I just you know, Bob Bob Aaron Bob Aaron deal don't never age well. <laughs> what you got on JD? Uh yeah, I, nah, man, I think that's a whiff. Uh, especially for Bud Crawford at, at this juncture in his career, man. I think he's kind of, I think he'll go the Canelo route, man. I think Bud, while he's not wildly popular, I feel like he's at an elite enough level that I think he can go fight the fight, man, as far as his deals. I, I really don't think he has to sign his life away. Make him addition know? every yeah. time. Yeah, I don't think he got to sign his life away anymore for a couple years. So I think it's a whiff. No, so so now is it, now I'm gonna follow up with this. Is this a Bob Arum and top rank thing, or is it just the way boxing is structured? Because well, how do you guys feel if Matchroom comes up with Eddie Hearn? Uh, I th- I think it's the way uh, boxing is structured now, especially for Bud, man. Because we all lamented how long he was froze out because he was stuck with top rank. So right, I right, think right. Bud at this point what 34 years of age bro i don't think he's gonna lock himself with nobody nah. right right <laughs> he ain't nobody use that excuse no more right yep. that won't be something you're gonna use all right what you what you got on the queue match room is, is, is would match room be a better option or you just think it's the I structure mean, you know, man, I, I don't know all the, i don't know all the details and, and what what these what these contracts offer because everything is different you know it's it's all too many variables that i don't know about i would just say i would want it to be a uh Fight the fight deal, you know what I'm saying? Until at least until something else, you know. Like as a right now, I'm not I'm not a big fan of rushing into things. You know what I'm saying? Contracts and things that's going to affect your life for a long term. So so uh, at least for the next couple of fights and why why he survey the land and see who see who want him. You know what I'm saying? Why he build his brand at the same time so that whenever he do sign that paperwork, they're gonna have to bring it. You know what I mean? So. Is that just that I really can't say connect all with because I don't I don't know the details. And 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 it brings me to the last point as we get ready to wrap up. Um, Bob made some interesting comments, right? When it came at post conference, uh, post press conference, when uh, Bud said he's probably gonna leave, he said the best pay per view numbers are with ESPN, and basically, if you want to box on ESPN, you got to come through me. What would your guys' opinions be? What would you say if it's only for per fight basis? If Bud signs a fight deal with Bob Arum and Top Rank for his next, tell me for for one fight. Yeah, I, I'm with. I mean, that's oh cool. yeah, I, I'm with it. And to, okay. be, and, and to keep it real with you, it just might happen because right now Bob has already said a UK fight with Josh Taylor's on the table. Mm. If Bud, if Bud can't go land that Spence fight on his own, he said the next biggest fight. Josh most Taylor, Josh, thing, uh, man, he can like go over Josh to the UK and they'll do Josh Taylor versus Bud over there. Oh, okay, so we've had this discussion, and now I'm feeling a little different, right? I'm feeling we had the blowout, blow up discussion about him leaving Bob. Do you think he can? Okay, let's just say the Spence fight comes off in 2022. Do you think? With PBC backing Errol Spence, that Bud is gonna really be able to get a better deal on his own without Bob Arum. Just a general question as far as the the this the piece of the pie and what he's 
what whatever his team is able to negotiate. You think he's going to be able to assemble a team where he's going to get the deal he would have gotten um, with Bob Arum, or do you think he would get a better deal? Um, I, I think a lot of it, man, is going to depend on the fighter he's fighting. No, no, I'm saying when it comes to Spence, if the Spence fight oh, okay. gets made, do you think he's in a better position? Because he he did say the one comment where we were talking about it, like, you know, I, I I've been with him. He couldn't get me to fight. We'll see if he I, if it's, we'll see if I can get the fight on my own. If Spence, if he goes into the Spence fight, let's say it comes off and Spence hears little boxing vibes TV talking about, I'm gonna shut these up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he takes the fight. Do you feel like Bud is then in a better position to get a better deal to fight Spence? Because that's what I think we're talking about with the structure of boxing. Like, is he gonna get more of the money? Is he gonna get a bit, bigger piece of the pot, or will he be at a deficit in the negotiation table? You know, they already try to minimize him and what he can do as far as numbers. And so I'm just trying to feel like. I'm just trying to get a feel of how you guys feel, whether Bud having ESPN behind him would give him more leverage and he would be able to get more money, or do you think he'll be in a better position to negotiate that fight without Bob Arum? Because that brings up because now it's a now it's a catch twenty two. And you was talking about you was talking about as opposed to Bob Arum or or him just on a on a on a independent. Uh, do, do you vote? think he can? What I'm saying is. If his if his main goal is to get the Spence fight mm-hmm. and the Spence fights on the table, do you think he would be in a better position for that one fight? For that one fight with Bob, no. as opposed to going a different direction? No, hell no, he won't be in a better position with Bob because Bob Bob is part of the reason. You know, Bob. I feel like man, what do what Pacquiao did? Go to PBC for that one fight deal, and for like you know what I'm saying, go, go to PBC where he where Spence is at. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's less of a, you know, it, it's in house and you know that's more money they gonna get. So they should be able to give y'all more money. They should be able to keep it all, keep it all, you know. But like I say, ESPN, you don't gotta fight on ESPN though. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, PBC, PBC numbers they ain't doing numbers like that. Cause I, I think you're right. You know what I'm saying? Because the Wilder Fury, you know what I'm saying? That was on. That's that's uh, what is it? ESPN. What was that on? I was ESPN. I was ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So, what Canelo fight just did? Well, he supposed had done pretty good numbers, but it it wasn't. I think it was six hundred six hundred thousand. They 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 said yeah they said that. Bob they initially like, said like it, it matched the Wild of Fury, but then they were, then I saw it. It wasn't exactly that. But uh, man, I, 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 who knows, I was, man. I, I'll say, man, I, I think that it'll be a better deal with him not being a part of top rank only because top rank. Now he doesn't have to worry about chipping out any money to top rank or ESPN. At this point, I feel like Bud wants it enough that long as they pay him a decent salary, PBC, Al Heyman, y'all can get whatever rest or promotion or whatever. Cool. Pay me. Let's get it on. Now we got to worry about no other people we got to pay out. Cause legit, Bud is Bud is trying to prove that he's the best. That's one thing. He man, Bud, Bud, he he don't even like the fact that Canelo is even being called pound for pound when he don't fail drug test. He done said, I done heard him say that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like Bud, Bud is a man's man, bro. As far as far as this game go, he he doing everything right that he need to do. And I, I think I think he probably he should he should get his money, man. I hope so, man. And and I and I think that's what makes him unique 
in a field of fighters that we have where i was lamenting more so people making business decision for long term instead of being at what the core of this sport um should be about is seeing who's the best and you always got to take your hat off um and salute a fighter who's started out that way and stayed that way stayed hungry and that's a, a a one terrence bud crawford and we love him like we love all fighters and so hopefully y'all love us like we I love, love y'all oh it's box five oh my goodness oh we are